a fun laugh that was like uh <laughs> like a like a kind of laugh you only hear at a circus yeah well, that's what i hope to work one day yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm sure they have some openings for like a bear who rides a bicycle <laughs> or a unicycle you ride a unicycle you can just be yeah. the bear who rides you uni- <laughs> yeah <laughs> they just put me in a bear costume well they probably don't even need it no 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 <laughs> like by the way by bear we meant uh a large gay man. <laughs> but I'm not gay. Yes, you are. You yes, he is, folks. Yes, he is. He's were, very you gay. Were, you were last night when you wanted this job. <laughs> uh, gay for bear pay. <laughs> gay for bear pay. Yeah. Or bear play. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that that's just called gay. Yeah. <laughs> You know, if you yeah, if you're just like, oh, I'm not gay. I just like gay sex with big hairy men. Mm-hmm. That's that's gay. Yeah, that's pretty gay. That's that's just gay. Yeah, it's not gay for pay. That's just just being gay. Gay for gay. Yeah, gay for gay. Gay for gay. <laughs> just like those shirts that go like, I'm not gay, but my boyfriend is. No, yeah, or those shirts that say, uh, I'm not gay, but twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Yeah, twenty dollars is twenty dollars. Oh, twenty dollars is twenty dollars. It's not. Yeah. Um, you know, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. We could all stand to suck a dick for 20 bucks. You know what? You could learn a lot from it. Everybody everybody out there. You learn something about yourself. Go suck a dick for 20 bucks. <laughs> find, find someone who you trust whose dick you would suck for $20. Mm-hmm. Suck their dick for 20 bucks. Suck their dick for 20 bucks. And just learn. Learn about transactional, purely transactional sexual acts. Yeah. That are completely consensual between two adults um, and can be fulfilling for both parties. Yeah, See if you not. like sucking a dick for 20 bucks. You if you like having 20 bucks, I can tell you that much. Yeah. You might not like sucking the dick, but you, who knows? At 20, at $20 can buy, you know, you know, well, $20 can't go far in Biden's America. <laughs> not not like, in Joe Brandon's so, America. I mean, it could barely, you know what I'm it could, saying? It could barely cover the value meal. Right, right. Can barely cover a gallon of gas. I put up those stickers. I did that. <laughs> I, I did, did that. that. Joe Brandon. Yeah, yeah. What's uh, what's the worst thing about Brandon's America for you? 
what freedoms did he take away from you, uh, the white man? Well, currently, I think the genocide's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I said, but for the white man. Oh, well. oh, oh, well, you know, he made it so I can't be, you know, uh, he made, made flying the flag illegal. That's true. And How uh, do you feel about that? You can't fly your the flag on your truck anymore because no, you don't have a truck anymore. I don't have a truck anymore. No. So I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. well, so but did Joe, Joe Brandon take away your truck? Is Joe that Brandon what you're saying? took away my truck, yeah, because I couldn't afford the Brandon gas. <laughs> <laughs> or the Brandon fixing my truck tax. Yeah, the Brandon fixing my truck Trump, Trump never did that to me. Some bitch. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, I did get, I think I did get my car one year into the brand in america yeah really yeah it's been nothing but trouble huh it's been nothing but trouble brandon right there for you that was brandon for you uh so today we're here to talk about uh brandon's america now um uh, star trek the next generation episode continuum uh episode f- conundrum sorry conundrum yeah. you're right uh I, I just wanted it to be continuum. <laughs> That'd be a cooler title. It is a conundrum, though. Yeah, it's a conundrum. Um, Better known as the Mr. Poopy Butthole episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it? Yeah, Mr. Uh, that's this. I think this episode is what inspired the Mr. Poopy Butthole episode of uh, Rick and Morty. Is it? Yeah, because like in that, um, I don't, I don't remember that episode because I don't, I don't care. Oh, like, um, oh, I, I don't they, know if I watched it. Or they not. all, um, there's, there's a parasite that can um, mimic, um, that can get inside their mind and alter mm-hmm. their memories to make them think that that the that the um, um, parasite's been there all along. Yeah. And so, like, uh, and the parasites keep multiplying, so all mm-hmm. these crazy characters appear, and they just, oh. and they can't, they get, I, uh, no, I did see that episode, I'm, yeah. I'm recalling it now, I just, yeah. it's unremarkable, I don't, I don't really yeah, care I about mean, Rick and Morty, it's, all, it's fine. All it the was, Rick and Morty episodes are, are stolen from something else. It's, yeah, they're, they're like, a lot of them were parodies of yeah. something else, which is fine, yeah. they've done some fine storytelling here and there, mm-hmm. it's just like, it's got on way too long for what kind of material they have, and then yeah. also Justin Rowland. Yeah, um, is a Piece real creepy creep <laughs> creeper creep shit. Um, yeah, he's, he's a birthday twin with me. That's awesome. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, before we get into that episode though, where uh, of Rick and Morty, we're, we're going Morty, to yeah. uh, talk about our Patreon. Oh yeah, we can do that. Uh, we have a Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/dumbidiotbs. That's Patreon.com/slash/dumbidiotbs. What can mm-hmm. you get there for two dollars a month? Uh, you can get all the episodes at once. Oh yeah, you can get them on high quality stereo. But it is also free to join. It is also to. free to join. You can also join for free. Yeah, you can do that. We have several free members. It's totally fine. It has fine. no perks besides guest voting on the episode. Yeah, well, you get all the episodes at once. Oh, yeah. In high quality stereo. Mm. Uh, plus, you get to vote on the episodes and suggest episodes for us to watch. Yeah. Which is uh, this episode today, uh, Conundrum. Oh, they voted on Conundrum? They voted on Conundrum. 80% oh, yeah. of them. Like, it, wow. it, was, it was like, yeah, it was like, I don't know, 16 people or something like it's that. A, but, it's a good episode. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it was a bunch of people voted for this one. It yeah. was, uh, I think, one of the cleanest sweeps I've seen wow. of voting so far. I can see that. It's a, it's a really good episode. Plus, like, we, we have been doing a lot of season five TNG episodes. You're not wrong. We have. <laughs> a lot <laughs> but, of season those, five everything, yeah. oddly enough. Yeah, like, in, you know what? Season five TNG rocks. Like It does. It, like, there's, like, very few. There's very few misses. Yeah, very few misses in that. Like, mm-hmm. it's, uh, so many iconic episodes. Yeah. So I can see, like, yeah, it's, like, gravitating towards that because yeah it's like they're all the badass ones yeah it's like where the servers really hit its stride yeah. but if you uh but you know that's what you get for free or two dollars a month for five dollars a month we say thank you 
No. Uh, is uh, you were officially producers of our show, except mm-hmm. you don't get kickbacks like the real producers, us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we say thank you to people just like Electric Baphomet, Joe DeVideo, John Simcox, Jonah Hearn, Nick Savard, Nova, Shane Sawyer, Skeptic, Abigail Simpson, Asher Pliskin, Benjamin Van Galen, Big Strong Boy, Gabe Siciliano, Gillian McCrary, Iggy, James Hartman, Jose Martinez, Kyle Simmons, Laura Flame, Papa Poison, PJ Hale, Roberto Yolito, Roberto, or sorry, Robert Yolito, and Roberto Molina. Seven of Nine, SFC Punk, Shane Williams, Tim Wilkinson, Awful Star Trek drawings. Oh, Awful Star Trek drawings. Yeah, I'd, I'd recommend checking them yeah, out. Yeah, I, like uh, I like their page a lot. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, very only occasionally active. I wish they, uh, yeah. I, I wish, I'd like to see more of them. They, they make fun drawings of Star Trek. They do make fun drawings. And they're really not awful. Yeah, they're not awful. Yeah, they're very good. They're awful. actually very good. Yeah, uh, we got Jordan Hale, David Craning Sites, Professor David Craning Sites. That is <laughs> Dylan Lance, Ethan Adams, uh, Gursky, Jormore, Sam Mayo, and our good friends over at the Bruce Campbell Podcast. Hell yeah! And Anamorphin Time Podcast as well. You should go check both those oh, out. Anamorphin Time. Anamorphin Time. It's uh, a great podcast about. Animorphs. Animorphs. Yeah. Yeah, I never got too into those, but I was like reading something about like how bizarre the history of animorphs is. Mm-hmm. Just like the um, the uh, the lore is very. Weird. It's it's very strange with the viscers and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was reading about that because I never really read any animorphs. No, and it's got like a, the, the Council of Thirteen, and there's mm-hmm. like it, it's pretty. It's fairly dense fantasy, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I read I read the books back when I was a kid because my brother read them, and then yeah. so they were just sitting around, and they were mm-hmm. like a you know a thing you could get through one of them in a couple hours. Yeah, yeah. And so they were fun, like a whatever day read that you mm-hmm. just like take on a car trip or whatever. And mm-hmm. So like I read all of them. Uh, I don't remember a ton of it, but I remember some of it, and it was it was it was pretty wild stuff. It's so, like decent sci-fi fantasy, to be honest, mm-hmm. and like pretty imaginative and like. Mm-hmm. You know, read easily for a kid. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Some, some Except cool. Except for although, I think there's like weird like murder and death or and the viscers or. Yeah, yeah, the viscers definitely do like assassination plots and shit like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, maybe I'll, maybe I should check the check those out as a fully grown man. You should, or watch the. <laughs> Watch the series on my server because, as I understand, there's a series. I had no yeah, idea. there's a series, and I got it in pretty good quality on my server. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of my server. Oh yeah, for ten dollars a month. Uh, but this is actually all booked up. Uh, all the uh, slots are full. But you get access to the media dungeon, uh, which is my Plex server that has over seventeen thousand films, over oh, fifteen hundred shows. Mm. Um, I'm getting new fucking stuff all the time. What's uh, what's something you watched on there recently, Pat? I watched the season five of Fargo. That was really good. Yeah, did you like that? That, that just I, came out. That just finished. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love that. That was really good. Okay. Like the, what, where would you rank it in terms of the seasons? You know what? It's definitely a top tier season. Really? Like, it's like near two and one? Yeah, I would say so. Oh, no shit. Wow. Like, okay. um, like uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Like, especially like the final 20 or so minutes of the um, last episode really tie mm-hmm. everything together yeah and uh no it was it was great it was very emotionally moving like the 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 la- and uh, yeah no it was great you know it's like uh it has an oaf in it which i love i love mm-hmm. oafs and i love we got, an oaf we too. Got, 
we got some good oaf moments yeah i also have uh every episode of star trek in hd on there and i I know what you must be saying you must be saying you motherfucking crazy (laughs) they never released voyager and ds9 in hd no, well, I am crazy. I'm crazy <laughs> enough to seek out the best upscales of DS9 mm. and Voyager and upload them to there. So, oh, hell's yeah. Yeah, they're, they're really good quality upscales. Uh, yeah, every time I go back and watch a uh, Voyager DS9 episode, it's mm. really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else did I, I... I recently got all of American Chopper on there. Oh, nice. I got all 14 seasons of Barney and Friends. I heard the American Chopper guy is like bankrupt now or something hmm. he's morally bankrupt that's that's yeah. about right what's up what's up i uh, got all of the joy of painting all 31 seasons of that oh fuck 402 episodes of bob ross painting shit oh hells yeah uh i got some really rare that i've been looking for for a long time it's not the full rip because mm-hmm. there's like altogether like 60 something episodes mm-hmm. but i got 22 episodes of camp candy oh shit the yeah. the three season run uh cartoon about where like john candy is the lead mm-hmm. in like running a, a camp for yeah. kids no i watched camp candy when I yeah was yeah me too it's but it's super hard to find but i found mm, that's it. Int- that's, that's sad i also it- got all 130 episodes of the hilarious house of frightenstein <laughs> <laughs> i've never even heard of that exactly it was a, it was a canadian show that has uh, 130 episodes but like vincent price is on it for oh, a couple weird. cameos is vincent price a canadian no, nah, maybe. No, mm. I don't think so. Yeah. Maybe he could be. He's uh, just going. He's probably just going over there for pills. And uh, uh, I got a bunch of Blind Date. Remember Blind Date? Oh, I do. And Cheaters. Oh, I got che- all of Cheaters. Yeah. Oh, I've always wanted to uh, see the episode where he gets stabbed on a boat. I think that's in here. Yeah, the jo- yeah, because he he confronts a cheater on a boat. Like I was yeah. always wondering, but I guess he really did get stabbed. He yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got but stabbed. It might have been stuff. a setup. Yeah, it's so. like because like the, the fact that they're cheating on a boat is ridiculous. Like yeah. it's, it's hard to tell with reality TV sometimes. Like, right, right. It all seems like a big elaborate ruse. And but yeah, I do remember like yeah the Joey Greco getting stabbed on a boat mm-hmm. <laughs> like was always really talked about. Pretty cool. Yeah, but, pretty cool actually. But when that was on, that you know we couldn't we didn't have like God, he's TV got on such demand. a he's got such a soul patch on this show. Oh yeah, he has a very punchable face, which is like he it's does. very brave of him. He is. He's actually very brave in the show because he like stands up to guys bigger than him. And he's <laughs> like, "Don't touch your girlfriend. Don't touch her. Yeah. Don't touch her." And they're like, "Man, what the fuck?" And it's like that. It's like that one tweet where it's just like talking about a guy who's really short who'd always like start shit with tall dudes mm-hmm. and then if they started to hit him back he'd be like hey come on i'm a little guy yeah, it's, yeah. it's my birthday i'm the birthday boy <laughs> <laughs> i can see brave joey, i can see joey greco doing that but now mm-hmm. he was brave as fuck i mean he looked had the most punchable face in existence mm-hmm. and went up and confronted people who are cheating on their spouses right and, or girlfriends or girl, mostly girlfriends yeah mostly girlfriends but uh-huh. just like he goes up and and confronts pe- confronts cheaters mm-hmm who don't want to be on camera right. doing their doing their shit they're not supposed to and he's just like you know basically begging for a punch in the face and, he is and he got a stab in the stomach so he got a stab in the tummy i'm sure he got more than a few punches in the face oh yeah i'm sure those weren't reported on though because that's not like <laughs> sensational tv news no. guy get pun- gets punched in the face you know? yeah i, I could see stabbing put- is a lot more interesting yeah stabbing and then falling in off the boat and into the water was- yeah that's that's sensational that's that's, a, sensational. that's dramatic yeah he, yeah which tells me it was planned yeah it makes me think it's it too was perfect. it's too, too perfect, perfect. Yeah, yeah like i but i'm wondering if he really did allow himself to get stabbed they're just like like i guess like a producer was just like joey 
It's mm. for the ratings. Yeah. You yeah. just just get a stab. He'll stab you in a pl- it's a, This guy's I, a professional. I, I promise you're going to be on the front page of the tabloids. <laughs> yeah, front page. Front page. And you know what? We'll, we won't aim for anything vital. You'll mm. be fine. Don't worry about it. And yeah. he's just like, okay. <laughs> I've been training for this. Yeah, Do I've been it. training for this. Do it. Ugh. Um, Yeah. Fun show, though. Yeah, um, fun show. Check out Cheaters. Yeah, and then uh, for $20 a month, and I still have slots open for this, I think three slots, um, you get merchandise as well as all of the above listed things. Merchandise. So you get access to the Media Dungeon, and you also get monthly merchandise. I just sent out Soy Trek shirts oh, hell's to yeah. all of our uh, subscribers there, T-shirts in their size. So. Hell's yeah. Yeah, uh, I sent out some fun stuff. Uh, I'm thinking, I don't know, maybe doing something warm for the next month. Maybe get mm. some package, some fire. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I was I was thinking that, or just like send them just a hand warmer and a sticker. <laughs> this is oh yeah, a, no, uh, I don't know, a bomb. Maybe maybe a long sleeve or something like <laughs> oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, you know. Sense. But it's, it's twenty bucks a month, so I can't buy like a you know, I can't be sending out like hoodies or whatever yeah. every month. But and as still, we were like, saying, twenty dollars is twenty dollars. Twenty dollars is twenty dollars. You know. Yeah. So we appreciate everyone's support so much. Yeah, Thank you. We do. So that's our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs. Hells yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, shout out to uh, my other show, Prison Breakdown. Prison Breakdown. Yeah. Uh, it's a show I produce with uh, mm. two professors. Mm. Uh, professors Beck and Eric. Prof- oh, okay. Yeah. There's no Professor Dog. There's no, there's no dog involved, <laughs> oh, unfortunately. <damn>. No, <laughs> I got a little bit of that dog in me. Though. Got a little bit of that dog. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've seen the video. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that video. That video. Yeah, I got. You did a really good job keeping the knot out. That's good. No. <laughs> I just, I just, am able, I, no, I, I, I'm able to gape around oh, the knot okay. at this point. <laughs> you gotta learn to gape around the knot. It's very There's none tight. of that that happens in prison breakdown. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because then no. you would be going to prison. I would be. <laughs> it's it's like funded by a university. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, it's 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 on the level. Yeah, yeah. it's just very on the level. I mean, yeah. we make some fun jokes in there. I've oh, I've yeah. uh, I've uh, uh, threatened to uh, myself several times oh. on the show. <laughs> Is it, comedy uh, gold. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> a little, it's a it's a laugh. As a little goof. Everyone laughs. Everyone laughs. They're not concerned for me. <laughs> I don't need to talk anybody. The laughter usually is just like a, is like ha 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 slowly Dial dialing nine one one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I need help right now. Um, my producer. <laughs> they're threatening to end it all. I heard a. I heard a. <laughs> that that sound effect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're uh, here today to talk mm-hmm. about an episode of Star Trek. Hell's yeah! Uh, the Next Generation from season five, episode fourteen, Conundrum. Conundrum. Uh, this episode first aired February seventeenth of nineteen ninety-two. Oh wow! And it is the hundred thirteenth episode overall of TNG. Mm. The teleplay. For this episode is by Barry Skolnick, uh, and this is his only Star Trek episode that he was ever involved with. Really, and, and he mostly worked uh, later on things like Law and Order and other procedural shows. Um, the story was by another writer uh, named uh, Paul Schiffer, who only did one Star Trek episode, and mostly, other than that, wrote for Murder She Wrote. <laughs> wrote several episodes of that show. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, and this one's directed by Les Landau. 
who is one of the most iconic and uh, like long-lived Star Trek episode directors. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has directed 59 episodes of Star Trek overall, including 34 of TNG, 14 of DS9, 9 of Voyager, and 1 of Enterprise. Mm. He also directed the Klingon Challenge board game. Oh, cool. Yeah, which is pretty cool. So, I'm going to dive right into this bad boy. Let's get into we it. We open on a captain's log. Captain's log, stardate 45494.2. We're investigating a series of subspace signals that may indicate intelligent life in the Epsilon Solar System. We are within sensor range. Mm. It's Picard, by the way, speaking, obviously. Maybe, obviously. We're talking TNG today. <laughs> Uh, Data and Deanna Troy are playing some 40 chess at 10 forward, and Data is mansplaining chess to her. Yeah. Uh, but Troy has something up her sleeve, and Data suggests he will lose in seven moves. Yeah, can Data even be considered a man? Like, gender-wise? I guess he chose his gender. He mansplains, so yeah. Yeah, yeah he chose his gender. He's, yeah, he's, he's by like mansplaining, he chose his gender. Yeah, him, yeah. That's, <laughs> him, that's <laughs> him choosing his gender. Actually, <laughs> the classic chess move would be to do this. So, honey, yeah. I mean, I'm a robot, so yeah, yeah. might as well be chess master. Come on. <laughs> you um, think he would be? Playing the, playing this, like, is, this is, like, really underpowering data here, honestly. Yeah. Like, she, like, easily beats him at chess because he's too logical, and I'm like... No, he's a robot, man. I mean, I'm, and I'm not sure what the rules are with 40 chess, actually, and what the uh, like what the history is, because I'm sure, like, you know, just like you know, chess is now. There's like an entire library of every single person's moves. Mm-hmm. Like all the moves have names and and right. like and and like utility in certain situations. So mm-hmm. that. And I feel as a robot, as an android, he would he have, would have run through those scenarios. Yeah, it's just like least. it's just like when you play chess on in, on your phone. You mm-hmm. know, if you ever download chess for your phone, yeah, and the, play that. Like uh, honestly, like like a fucking regular cell phone could beat like the world's <laughs> yeah. highest rank grandmaster now. Yeah, I got and pissed we're off. suspending was... our disbelief to believe that like because Deanna Troy has intuition. And she, because she she can kind she can read emotions, but she can't read data, though. I know exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, how could that give her a one up against data? Because um, she says it's a game of intuition. Here. I think she's just in, intuiting, intu- intuiting um, data's moves, just mm. like. But without it, I mean, she can she could probably guess where he's going. Yeah, especially she's since he's like, he's, oh yeah, this is what uh, this is exactly how someone who would be mansplaining something yeah. move. <laughs> especially he uh, seems to be telegraphing all of his moves anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's just like she's probably just like got you again. He's like, oh yeah, she's playing the the counselor's gambit. Yeah, but it's also not that game that he plays by wiggling his fingers, right? Which he's the best at. Yeah, it's the a, masturbation game. But that one dude almost got him. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that dude can fucking not come forever can <laughs> yeah, that, forever yeah that but that dude does look like the the fingers would be the only thing he'd be wiggling oh yeah he'd be doing a wiggle 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 what <laughs> wiggle wiggle what you know what i'm saying i know what you're saying you know wiggle wiggle what wiggle wiggle what wiggle what you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Okay, cool. Um, so over in Medbay, Crusher is scanning a girl who injured her arm during uh, what looks like gymnastics, but she's actually wearing a swimsuit, we find mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Uh, Crusher says she remembered the last time the girl was in Medbay, it was because she was cliff diving in the holodeck, which is actually what she's in for now. Yeah. Which I'm like, 
can you really keep doing like what about the safety precautions and stuff i don't know yeah i feel like sta safety protocols would like unless she unless she tells them to turn off yeah which she might be doing which is a bad idea like cliff diving yeah yeah uh, I, I wouldn't take that risk i'm always curious uh i guess like how they do it in the in the holodeck though is also like a holographic like floor kind of lifts you up a bit and that's mm -hmm. how you're able to dive yeah imagine like it creating that much water that quickly that's insane yeah. like the holodeck mm. is a marvel yeah but i can see like cliff diving being a very easy way to hurt yourself like, i can see cliff clavin being an easy way <laughs> yeah, to hurt yourself yeah. you know what i'm saying oh yeah him and ma him and ma talking about cheers oh yeah cliff clavin oh yeah postman postman he lives in seattle does he lives john, in, john he ratzenberger he lives on vashon yeah is it, he's like a republican i think Probably. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's one place Vashon attracts is this uh -huh. like crunchy hippies or crunchy Republicans. Oh, bummer. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, so over with Riker, he's having Ro Lauren. Uh, he's giving Ro, Ro Lauren the fucking business. He is. Uh, for doing flight handling assessments a different way than they usually do. They always gave Ro Lauren so much shit. I know. <laughs> like, he's like dressing her down. He's like, I'm disappointed in you, yeah. young lady. Uh, yeah, they're always jumping down, jumping on her dick about everything. But she's like, I don't know. She's like doing something beyond you know her orders and mm. and the thing about Riker he's like is like I'm fucking understanding if you would have asked and she's like you would have said no and he's like I might have said yes yeah because <laughs> it's like the way you do it is is probably better but we didn't fucking talk about it yeah, yeah. which I, I get that and like a management sense like it's cool when someone like does something that you don't expect but it's yeah. better if they like bring it to you instead of changing yeah, the protocol yeah especially with something dangerous right yeah, yeah it's, it, it's kind of like yeah and just any sort of like dangerous mm -hmm. situation you want to make sure everyone's on the same page and not surprise anyone because mm -hmm. that's how people get hurt yeah. so I can mm -hmm. understand but I just feel they're always like being mean to Ro Lauren oh well, I'm sorry I'm sorry you feel they're being mean <laughs> to the pretty girl but he does he, he dresses down a lot of people like yeah, he does he, he does disappointed dad to basically like everyone Everybody, on the ship yeah. except for Picard yeah even yeah. but even he kind of does when and um uh, the episode uh, Night Terrors where they all lose their oh yeah, 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 they, all yeah. Start, they all start getting really sleepy uh -huh, yeah, and they're not dreaming so he's like kind of an, he's got a little Troy bitch. keeps on having the dream where she's flying and yeah. you see up her ass for like half the episode hell yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah you, but like yeah like uh, Riker is just like all he's all cranky so he gets all he, he gives uh, Picard a couple cranky glances yeah that's fair yeah so um uh, Riker says that the rules don't change because Roe decides they do. And he's very first officer daddy here. I he like is. It. I like it. I like it. It gets me a little hot. <laughs> and we can tell that it's actually getting both of them pretty hot. Oh, definitely. Definitely. There, there's palpable <laughs> sexual tension between yeah. these two, basically the entire series. Oh, yeah. Um, Which I think it kind of makes sense because, like, Roe Lauren was originally supposed to be in Kira and Nerissa's place in DS9. Right, right. And and then when Thomas Riker goes oh, on there, yeah, yeah. like, and and it all it alludes to a previous history mm -hmm. between Riker and Kira, but because Riker definitely hit that. Yeah, he yeah, definitely yeah. hit. But that. it makes sense. Like we would like if it was Roe Lauren, it would have made sense because we had seen it happen on TNG. Right. And so like we could be like, oh yeah, they definitely did. Mm -hmm fuck it out <laughs> right right <laughs> it's so so but like 
But yeah, it's Kira, so then we just allude to like a previously unseen. Oh, he's got a type all right. Yeah. Because I feel like Kira and Roe are kind of the similar. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're kind of, they're very similar characters in a lot of sense. I always felt mm-hmm. like, but I feel like Kira's like probably friendlier. She comes off friend. She comes. She has. She's friendly to people she really likes. Yeah, I mean, we get to she's see a, a lot more of Kira, though. Yeah, we do. Like, I That's mean, we true. see a different side of Ro in this episode. Yeah, oh yeah. A much different side. Her backside. <laughs> <laughs> we get. We get them back shots. <sighs> Wait, which? Which? I think I didn't see that. See the. Uh, I think I, you had some uh, deleted scenes that you saw that I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, full disclaimer, I fell asleep watching this episode, oh. so I just wrote these notes from memory, uh. so part of it might be a dream. I'm not sure. You woke we'll up see. halfway and you're on your playlist and there was some porn playing. <laughs> just like, just like I'm just this, gooning in my this, sleep. This, this, you just assimilated that into into yeah. your memories of, yeah. uh, of Conundrum. Yeah, yeah Absolutely. <laughs> so we'll see. This will be a wild ride. This will be a wild ride. Wild ride. So on the bridge, the ship uh, is reported a ship is reported floating nearby with a sole inhabitant. Picard decides not to raise shields as a show of good faith until the scans penetrate their system, at which Picard throws up his hands and he's like, shields, <laughs> yeah. which is a pretty funny little thing. It was I excellent. I, uh, that, was a, that was a really funny, funny moment from Picard. Yeah, good little gif there. Yeah. Um, so in 10 forward, Data makes Troy the drink that he owes her for losing a chess. Uh, and it's this cool thing that like explodes in the glass, kind of, and it yeah, and the Sumerian color. sunset. I think so. Was that, that was right. called or Sar- yeah. Sarian some, sunset? Some, something sunset. Something yeah. sunset. Yeah. Um, so suddenly a scanner array passes over Data, and he repeats himself. Yeah, he kind of goes brrr, twitches, yeah. twitches a little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on the bridge, the scanning signal penetrates the Enterprise's shields, and the helm goes down. The signal passes over the crew, and Picard asks what happened. Riker stands up and says he doesn't know who anybody on the bridge is. Picard doesn't know either. Worf is wearing some intense eye makeup here. Yeah. Uh, Looks fucking crazy in HD. Oh, yeah. Um, Picard says he doesn't remember who he is, and we have a strong musical cue that takes us into the opening credits at five minutes and 30 seconds. Oh, but we get a little guy up here we've never seen before. We do. We'll talk about him after the break. Oh, yeah. Because he actually talks there. Oh, yeah. So when we return, everybody is confused as to their identity and purpose. Roe figures out they're the pilot, but the helm is down. Worf recognizes the security array, and they all kind of figure out their jobs a little bit, but don't know who they are. Mm -hmm. Riker realizes he still knows how to fuck. (laughs) They wonder... He goes, oh, it's still there, thank God. Oh, God. It's the only thing I remember. Uh, They wonder who they are and who did this to them. There's this guy we've never seen before who acts like he also doesn't remember. Yeah, guy with a uh, red shirt and three pips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a commander. Uh, yeah. Two so, commanders, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, Riker kind of ascertains that Picard is the leader, given his pips, but Worf wonders if he might be the leader because of his sash Yeah. and tries to assume the role. Uh, Picard reasons that they must figure out their identities first. Mm. The computer also doesn't seem to be working right now. The new guy... <laughs> Shut up. Um, the new guy uh, asks who did this to them. Jordy does a scan, and they find the remains of another ship nearby. Suddenly, Jordy gets into the basic system directories and gets a basic status report. Jordy sets up onboard communication systems so that mm-hmm. they can talk with each other. Over in medical, the diver now has no idea how they got injured. 
Crusher heals her without knowing what she's doing. Mm -hmm. She asks to borrow some clothes. (laughs) Um, So on the bridge, the new guy is giving a report. Worf is in the captain's chair, and Picard is in an ops station. Roe and Riker are coordinating their efforts, and she says she doesn't like being so out of control. And Riker knows in that second she will not be an acceptable sub. <laughs> She's gonna have to do this the verse thing. The I, I think we've seen, I think we've seen that Riker is more comfortable in this in the in um, the switch uh, position. Yeah, he's he's more sub than anything. No, I, think. I don't think so. I think so. No, like, he's, he's, they, he's the matriarchy planet. Yeah, he he's into that, but that's like a whole reverse gangbang thing. Yeah, oh yeah, I guess he does want to be reverse gangbang. Yeah, yeah, he's he's well, he's happy to like sit back and just let that happen to him. But usually he's in a much more active so, role, and he's cap he's yeah. Captain Daddy a lot. I, I kind of see he. I, I kind of feel he's, like he doesn't have that sort of like dynamic with when and sex. Yeah, he does. Nah, I don't know. I don't I mean it. I feel like he's just like Riker's down to like explore. He'll do anything. Oh, yeah. he'll do anything three times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> and he does. Oh, he does. <laughs> he does everything thrice just to make sure just he li- make he sure. likes it or doesn't. Yeah. Um. So the powers of three. The, the power of three. The power of Viagra. <laughs> Um, so on the bridge, the new guy is giving a report. Worf is in the captain's chair and Picard is in an ops. Oh, I already read that. Um, Jordy goes down and rewires some things to get them mostly functional. Riker asks him to pull up a, uh, all the personnel files so they know who they are. In Picard's ready room, Worf has assumed the position of captain, and both Picard and the new guy come in and give reports to him. Yeah. Worf is Worf's actually kind of a competent captain here. Yeah. He's, he's shown his skills, for sure. Yeah, I do like how it is kind of like, he doesn't seem to realize that he is a Klingon, mm-hmm. but he does, like, I feel like, just it's because Klingons are so assertive. That can, oh, he's they, got, they they've nat- got, like, more testosterone running through their veins. Yeah, they nat- I feel like Klingons naturally, like, gravitate towards like command <laughs> and like yeah. being very command and conquer brother yeah because mm-hmm. he's yeah he, he just slips into it like nothing yeah <laughs> he's he's much more like i mean klingons are much more like natural doms than Riker, oh, yeah. but but i think his upbringing makes him kind of more of a bottom well, so especially with yeah. jedzia dax well i feel that's why he definitely they, um, bottoms for jedzia i feel that's the problem with and the, we've seen that with klingon sex is that it's dom and dom that's true. Because, it is like, Dom that's, for Dom. That's which why they I've fight. had some great Dom for Dom experiences, <laughs> but it is basically like fighting each other to, <laughs> yeah. to like get each other to come. And it's like, yeah. It's, and just, it can be cool. And just fighting for the most Dom. Yeah. <laughs> so right. that does seem like how Klingon sex works, basically. Mm-hmm. So, um, Jordy gives Worf a call and tells him all systems should be operational. Worf says that they're ready, and Picard asks, for what? On the bridge, they're testing out weapons, and Picard recommends a full system scan. This would require taking systems offline, which Worf is hesitant towards, but it's necessary, so he agrees to do it. Crusher comes in and says brain scans look normal-ish, but she needs to run more tests on people. Mm-hmm. Next, Riker is talking to a confused ensign with Roe, and Riker says he's interested in the holodeck, and Roe says he seems like the kind of man who doesn't need a holodeck to have fun. Yeah, and Rose laying it on pretty thick Oh, here. it is so thick. I, <laughs> like, Riker has this slutty little smile, and I'm like, 
This is my boy. And then, yeah, this is my boy right here. And Roe is grinning from ear to ear. Oh yeah, they yeah. like they they loved doing this scene together. Yeah. You can tell there's like chemistry between these two actors. But that's the thing about like Jonathan Frakes though is he has great chemistry with like his romantic counterparts. Oh yeah, he seems well, I think like all, a guy. Everybody, he seems like everyone. Loves yeah, him. he just seems like such a nice Chad guy. Yeah. Like yeah. he's just like nice to everybody and mm-hmm. pleasant to be around and, and says nice things to people mm-hmm. behind their back and stuff like that yeah <laughs> yeah um that's also why it was two takes freaks yeah two takes freaks he just like he doesn't yeah. want to criticize anything he's like yeah we got it in one of those takes. we got it <laughs> we're fine let's go kind, kind of like the ed wood style of directing and that that's how he made the best tng film <laughs> yeah unarguably yeah and arguably the worst one <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. you know what the two takes freaks can uh method you know it works half the time yeah that right all yeah. the time maybe if you took four takes he would <laughs> yeah. be a hundred percent yeah it doesn't hurt to be four takes freaks sometimes. no it doesn't really doesn't um so yeah this line is the sluttiest thing anyone's ever said on the on tng and mm-hmm. i love it uh you don't seem like the kind of man who needs a holodeck to have fun yeah amazing but i like how that they remember that that's what like holodecks are and this is like yeah by season five i think they we just have like settled into the fact that like you know most people are using the holodeck to fucking right it's not like i mean i feel like we had that in like season what two with a minuet yeah Uh, season one was that was okay yeah yeah yeah, that was that was a long time ago yeah yeah. oh yeah i mean i mean yeah like gene roddenberry when they thought of the holodeck like you know that's the first thing he's like he's like uh, uh, we, we need a we need an episode where someone fucks in it yeah because that's what they're gonna use it for yeah and yeah. it makes sense because you know once if you have ultimate control of an artificial um environment you'll exploit it yeah it's just like you know you can only be such a like a hot heightened have such a heightened you know like taste you know like mm. thinking like oh yeah of course like it's all gonna be Jordy and data stuff where they're solving crimes I, as, I, as dude, sherlock holmes i got it huh i got the way they can turn around discovery hmm. they, oh, they can have an episode about whether or not the holodeck can consent to sex hmm. oh yeah i mean they are in the future they're like pretty much they have the hollow ships so mm-hmm. yeah exactly and so yeah. they still have advanced holodecks and i'm sure people are still having sex with it yeah and it's advanced to the point now where it's like near sentience i'm sure like the computers are like such complicated algorithms that yeah. they like and they they take things into account like feelings and stuff like that so in a way they do emulate feeling yeah not Um, just not just sex but also murder yeah pain yeah Yeah. pain like Mm -hmm. they people if they are playing sort of like a role play type uh thing you know they regularly kill off hollows Mm -hmm. and so um it's like well okay you are you committing an act of murder here yeah are there like theoretical could you go to these holographs like family in this universe yeah, yeah. like do those yeah exist? the doctor made a whole ass family in there right can you imagine just being like you know going in and just be like okay you have a gun and just shoot one of them yeah and then, <laughs> you shoot his kids and then you walk past like yeah like uh this is his house and you hear like a child crying through <laughs> yeah, the window yeah and, yeah yeah it's like yeah like the ethics i think yeah voyager did like really explore like the ethics of holograms oh yeah a lot deleting the wife yeah deleting the wife Uh, i mean they didn't like voyager did a bad job at exploring ethics yeah bad job for the most part like there's a couple episodes like doctor doctor i think is a pretty good episode on ethics Mm -hmm. but for the most part they fucking missed the mark yeah like two vicks honestly (laughs) honestly (laughs) honestly yeah. like 
there is an argument for and against Tuvix, I guess. But ultimately, it's like not a very good exploration of the ethics of that actual situation. No. No. And yeah. it's not even like a good like leaving it up to like the viewer to decide either. Yeah, because they decide for you definitively. I mean, yeah. that's what happens a lot. I mean, I think in one of the last episodes we reviewed last week, you know, the Enterprise episode. Yeah. Where, you know, that gives a definitive answer of what happens to that person. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you know, he's like, you don't get to like wonder. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you just, you just like, you're just told like, oh yeah, they were killed. They killed themselves. D- yeah. And the so, end. So fun. That's great. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> They didn't allow conversion, so they killed themselves, yeah. which is a tale as old as time. And yeah. if if they would have made it about that mm. and about how, like, you know, things like conversion therapy and also, I mean, like, you know, like if they would have talked about how, like, uh, like uh, social transition and like, you know, medical transition is actually well, they had the third sex. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they had a third sex, but mm-hmm. it was like you know, they were they were trying to become something yeah. that equated like the cis sex. Mm. Which oh, yeah. is be, what the scared the, be, them. Be on, yeah, be on a, on a on an equal playing field. Right, exactly, which yeah. they couldn't have. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, it was a whole mess. The whole, whole mess. Thing. Whole mess. Whole thing was a mess. But we talk about that in that episode. Yeah. So let's get back to this one. Yeah. Uh, Riker and Roe enter Ten Ford, and Deanna Troy reports two things to them. One, the data is the bartender. Yeah. Uh, also, two, she can read minds a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> she stares at Riker and says, "He seems familiar," because they fucked a bunch. <laughs> I also uh, wonder how she knew that data was an artificial um, life form. It's like, can you tell just by looking at him? He looks. You would. You could easily mistake him as an alien. And there's pretty. And, he uh, might know that about himself. Oh, uh, was did he? Pro- yeah, he probably answered like, "I am a artificial in life form." Yeah, it's probably on his boot up sequence. Yeah, yeah. Um. So on the bridge, Jordy finally taps into the personnel files, and they figure out Picard is the captain, and the new guy, Kirian McDuff, which is a terrible name, is the yeah. first officer. Riker is the second officer. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody else has their correct jobs. Mm-hmm. Worf walks away defeated when he learns he's a lowly <laughs> security officer, the lead security officer. Yeah. I, I do like how it is kind of sad how ashamed he feels. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like cause that he that he assumed like a uh, the lead position, but it's mm-hmm. just like no, no, I think- no, you're you're literally just our cop. <laughs> yeah, sorry guy. Um, so Picard tells Jordy he needs to figure out the ship's mission. He's told to contact the operations officer, but he's in 10 forward waiting tables. <laughs> uh, Worf apologizes for assuming authority, and Picard is really chill as fuck about it. Because yeah. Picard's a good dude. Yeah, it's just like, you know, no one knew. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's fine, dude. You do have a really, really cool. You do have a really cool sash. Yeah. <laughs> I would have thought, too, if I had a sash that cool, uh, let me tell you. I mean, yeah, I mean, season five is like um, the start of where um, Picard sometimes wore the uh, captain's jacket. Yeah, that's true. And I love that jacket. Because, like, uh, Patrick Stewart felt like there needed to be something that, like, set him apart. Yeah, set yeah. him apart as captain, which I kind of agree with, but I also think it's more in line with Star Trek that it's like, it's just more egalitarian and yeah. it's just like there's just a little thing to announce what you are yeah because he's got so many th- he's got a fucking captain's yacht he's got a ready room like he has mm-hmm. he has so much space they allocate so much space for him oh yeah specifically important mm-hmm. space mm-hmm. 
And uh, so he's like, and he's really like, oh, I, I need a jacket so they know I own the space. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, man. The jacket was tight, but also yeah. I felt it like I, unnecessary. I, like, unnecessary. I like how in DS9 they gave everyone a new uniform. Yeah. And the new uniforms fucking kicked ass. Oh, yeah. I think the, yeah, the, the, the purple tops. Oh, yeah, I think so DS9 are my favorite uniforms. Like, I really like, I really like those. They also, like, I feel like they have more of a, a jumpsuit look, which I'm more, mm-hmm. like, I actually really like the Discovery outfits as well. Oh, like, the jump, yeah. Uh, I like jumpsuits. I, I, like, I honestly like Enterprise, too. I think yeah. Enterprise oh, yeah, Enterprise is good... ju- Oh, Enterprise jumpsuits fuck so hard. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, Enterprise, Discovery, and, yeah, especially Deep Space Nine. I like that mm-hmm. sort of, like, also, like, yeah, Miles O'Brien's, like, you know, he has the one that rolls sl- up his sleeves. Yeah, yeah, that's a good look. That is a good look. Yeah. yeah. You should get that for work and just wear that at work. I should. Except it would just get a bunch of holes and probably catch fire because I think they're made oh, of yeah, polyester. Oh, yeah. Made of rayon and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, would, it would instantly catch flame. Okay. Like, I just I just caught my pants on fire uh, today. Oh, it's because you're a liar liar. Yes. No. no from the, a telephone wire. The uh, Eventually, like, if you weld in with clothes enough, like, it start all the, all the natural moistures and stuff and mm-hmm. oils and the clothes start to evaporate out. Mm-hmm. And then it just becomes flammable. Mm. It becomes really dry and flammable. Right. Yeah. You gotta wax your jeans, bro. I gotta wax my jeans. I wax your jeans. I'm ar- you know, I'm already taking my off my pants and jacket. <laughs> you're wa- you're wa- yeah, you're wa- <laughs> you're waxing in your jeans, if you know yeah. what I mean. I'm wa- waxing, waxing off, off waxing, waxing off. I'm waxing off with my jeans <laughs> on around my ankles, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, in the meeting room, Jordy reports that they have more information and data info dumps and says they are part of the United Federation of Planets, and according to their records, they're in a war with the Lysian Alliance, a genocidal race who uses a new weapon that uses an energy wave to disrupt their computer systems as well as accrues mental stability. Jordy shows them their current mission of destroying Lysian Central Command. Troy suggests they get confirmation of this mission from their superiors. However, Jordy says their mission requires they maintain radio silence, so they can't contact them. Mm. I, su- I, I understand, like, that they get that from the mission, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's extenuating circumstances. Right, here. right, right. If your entire crew forgets who they are, mm-hmm. I feel like maybe you should go back and not go and try to complete a mission <laughs> that you're that you're not even completely a hundred percent. Yeah, you just figured out who the captain is. <laughs> yeah, you just figured out who the captain is. Mm-hmm. Y'all just relearned your name, your own names. And so this does bring up like I think the main ethical crux of the episode, which I think is very interesting. Mm-hmm. The idea that a soldier maybe performs best or should only perform if they understand their mission in its entirety, Mm, which is something that in the modern military structure, we really don't have at all. Mm. Like, you know, a lot of like clandestine and covert missions are like entirely dark missions where like an objective is given without any reason whatsoever. And these operator types, these military, you know, special forces and stuff, who are basically the only active military we still have, like mm-hmm. fighting on a gr- on the ground anywhere, like mm-hmm. they don't understand what they're doing. Also, it's like just by the fa- by virtue of just being highly propagandized in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's just like there is no, there is like the only context they have for even ex- and even like entering this sort of thing is just like on false pretenses. <laughs> just yeah. like it, just like this this. I mean, we are what? Yeah, I have such a hot like a powerful propaganda mm-hmm. <laughs> system in our in our country and we certainly just do. get everyone on board for it and yeah it just like kind of removes all of the information from any engagement we're in mm-hmm. so um picard has them chart a course to the lysian central command to blow it out of the fucking sky 
Yeah. He doesn't care. He's like, well, this is our mission. We got to do it. That's the thing. Like, I still feel like Picard, even though he just found out who he was, he like, would still he's still the same person, obviously, because yeah, he's like chill as fuck about the wharf thing. Yeah. His ethics are still intact. Yeah, and I feel like, and we see, we do get to see his hesitation, but I feel like I feel like Picard in this kind of situation would fully withdraw. Like right. he would he would be he like would pull out. Yeah, you use the pullout method. You would use the pullout method because mm-hmm. it's like, because you know you you don't know you could be work like the computers since they were so tampered with they could be wrong on many levels. Like right. this could be old information. Mm-hmm. Like if it, it not not only could it be false information, it could, it could be, be old information. It could be old information. Yeah. They, be, they could be at peace with the Lysians now. Right. <laughs> it's this, like, this could be a historical document. Yeah, it could be a historical document. You don't know. Like the computer, the computer at this point should not be trusted. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't. If you can't trust yourself, you should, I would, definitely I shouldn't would, be trusted. I would computer. contact, yeah, my superiors at this point yeah. and ask them what the fuck's going on. <laughs> yeah. Who am I? Yeah. Who am I? <laughs> Tell me who I am. Um. So Riker takes Troy to her quarters, and she invites him in just based on muscle memory. Yeah. Uh, she says nothing feels right, especially the war that they're fighting. Troy says Riker continues to be the only familiar thing to her, and she touches his hair and face. She wants to fuck so bad. <laughs> yeah. uh, Riker goes now goes to. But Riker's not feeling. He's just like, yeah. He's been, like, I got my eyes on him. Something right tells me been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I still smell your pussy on my beard. I don't. I, that'd be funny if Riker is like actually. The, secretly the only person that retained all of his memories oh and, and he's, he's just, just <laughs> used, so i actually put that in my notes Did you? i i actually put that in my notes that i i i think it would be fun if he yeah. if he's just like using this As opportunity to fuck everyone and be like i think i was your boyfriend yeah. and then he just goes he fucks and gets out and just goes to the next door <laughs> knocks on it i think i would <laughs> he, he still since they all know how to use their um use their skills he still knows how to use space uh star trek photoshop <laughs> that, that suit, that suit, like the hollow Photoshop. So he just like makes all these like false hollows of of, of pictures of him with the different people mm-hmm. that he wants to fuck, and be like, "See, I found this in my quarters. We're boyfriend girlfriend, or boyfriend boyfriend, or boy, boyfriend they them." <laughs> <laughs> so, boyfriend dolphin, <laughs> boyfriend. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Say t- what happened to citation ops? Just, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. So, um. Riker goes to Ro Lauren's quarters and she's dressed sexy as hell. Mm-hmm. Riker gets a fucking smile and Ro says, for all they know, they could be married. Yeah, he's just like, mm-hmm. he's like, well, I know that I'm not in the wrong quarters. Mm-hmm. Someone tells me I used to spend a lot of time here. Yeah. Uh, Riker's like, we might hate each other though. Uh, and then they sit down on the bed. Yeah. And they get fucking horn. <laughs> uh, she says maybe they should stay there and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Riker asks what happens if he snores in his sleep. And Ro asks him what makes him think he's going to get any sleep. <laughs> as he beds her, and they sucketh and fucketh. <laughs> yeah. That's good for them. Yeah. Yeah, good for them. I I, I like the two as the, like a romantic pair, to be honest. Yeah, honestly, I, I, I think that makes although, sense. Although, no, I, I actually don't like it because he's her superior. Yeah. I, I like it if they're like not, you know, yeah, 
and it's part of the same command structure. But he's he's her superior officer, so that is a power imbalance I don't like. But they do have they do. But have, here they're not sure yet, so I'm fine with it. And they and they do have like yeah different sort of like dynamics that they mm-hmm. bring, just like the way they um you know just the way Roe is and the way uh, Riker is. Just yeah. Like, yeah, there's very different people, and I think I think that works. It kind of does. Yeah, he's yeah. he's the the like the the chill. Um, Hawaiian shirt boyfriend, yeah, <laughs> and she's like the bitchy goth girlfriend. Yeah, uh, he ordered this without onions. <laughs> she's that girlfriend. Yeah, she does CrossFit. Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, she's she's on some keto shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so later on the bridge, they have crossed the Lysian border. Thirty-seven hours until Central Command. A vessel is picked up ahead, and Data identifies it as a Lysian destroyer, and it heads to intercept them. Macduff is aggro as fuck and tries to shoot him down, but Picard <laughs> is hesitant. The destroyer hails them. Macduff says it's probably how they wiped their minds, and they should not answer. Mm. But Troy thinks they should respond. The Lysians suddenly fire at them, and the Enterprise destroys them in response. Macduff is pleased. I I think they definitely had to make the Lysians have to fire first because I think if like if Picard did end up like just shooting them out of the, out, out of the sky as is, I think it would have worked if like Worf was still captain. Mm, to be honest, they yeah. could have done that as well as a storytelling device. <laughs> well, sorry, Worf, you're going to court. Yeah, <laughs> you have to answer for some war crimes. It, it, it's okay, my grandfather's a lawyer. <laughs> oh crap, he's dead. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, um, yeah, it was just. Because like I feel like there's probably there's probably I can see there being an argument in the writers' room being mm. like whether or not like who should fire first, yeah. kind of like the Han shot first type thing. Because mm. it's like you know if the if we all know Riker shot his load first. Yeah, Riker shot his load first in this episode definitely. But he uh, came first, first, <laughs> first contact, yeah, first contact. He, right, right before the scene he did. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like um, because like I feel like if the Enterprise had just blown it out of the out of the sky like. The Enterprise crew would just be completely irredeemable in the eyes of the viewer. Yeah, it would have really hurt them in a way yeah. like Tuvix really hurt Janeway. I yeah, think. it would it would have been like something they could have never really like. A lot of stuff hurt Janeway. Janeway made some bad some <laughs> bad decisions, some badass decisions, but also some bad decisions. Hey, it was it was it's it's the Delta Quadrant, Kenway. Yeah, the yep. rules are different out the here. Rules are different. It's the Wild West. Yeah, what happens in the Delta Quadrant stays in the Delta Quadrant. You can date a (laughs) two-year-old. She's three. She's three. (laughs) She's three. Listen, bro. Listen, bro. It's different on her planet. The age of consent's different. All right, bro. It's one and a half on her planet. Yeah. What do you want? Are you trying to break the Prime Directive? You're trying to break the Prime Directive. You're trying to meddle in their own affairs. It's, It's two, bro. Yeah. Just three. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to cultur- cult- culturally appreciate them. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the planet gets a ton of, like, weeaboos. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Just, like, weeaboos who are like, the Asian continue is actually senior to pay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Yikes. Yikes. In the meeting room, the crew discusses the next courses of action. Picard asks Crusher if she can bring their memories back. Crusher says maybe using short-term memories to retrieve long-term memories, but she needs the medical files. Mm. Jordy says they need three hours to get them. Picard says go ahead and do it. You know what's also funny I just thought about is you think if um, the Federation had been in a long-standing war with the Lysians, there would be more information on it besides this one mission. That's very true. Like you think there would be like, like that would be like da- like 
had like data could have like Picard would have been like data look up mm -hmm. previous and uh, previous encounters with the Lysians, no. bring up any information on the Lysians at all. Mm -hmm. We don't even know what they look like because we don't ever see them. And so like uh, I feel like they should have been start questioning that just from the lack of because like you know. You, you know whoever manufactured this information mm -hmm. can't be that thorough true and so like if you're talking about a long-standing war with like a certain group of people you're going to see like information from different multiple, uh, multiple fronts right and a lot of like evidence of a war yeah evident yeah just like just evidence but at of, the same time they don't know how big their respective civilizations are yeah. if they're on the losing end of the war if they're yeah. like the last but remnants there, of like, their civilization but there would probably be like news articles like like Maybe. a full a full but, a full like i mean uh, most of their stuff got wiped out though so they yeah. don't even know what to search for yeah so i don't know yeah. So, but, you know, it's 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 for, it's for storytelling purposes, but it's just right. Their I, systems got wiped out. They, but they had thirty. A, they had thirty six hours until like the encounter. Yeah, but they, they got to get the <laughs> medical files, dog. Yeah, got to get the medical files. So, searching for the medical files, uh, Data does some computer stuff. As Jordy watches in awe, uh, they find Riker's file first, and Data calls it the modern history of gonorrhea. <laughs> like a textbook it keeps <laughs> mutating like they bring up a, they bring up a um, a map like of, of Riker it's like Riker in the middle and then it just shows up on it like lines spreading to dots and those dots and those lines, lines spreading to other dots and it's just like, like a, a family tree of gonorrhea <laughs> yeah, throughout like, the entire galaxy like, like captain we need to shoot <laughs> C commander Riker out of the airlock <laughs> <laughs> see it all originates from rice <laughs> yeah it seems he's created an epidemic on Risa. He takes what he calls vacations there, and it always <laughs> spreads from there. Yeah. We can trace it back to his uh, time off dates. <laughs> um, yes, he's created a sort of uh, uh, vaccine resistant gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Again. So, uh, Jordy says Data must have been an exceptional bartender after watching his hand skills. And he also says he must do an incredible hand job. Yeah. And Data asks if he'd like to find out. Yeah. Jordy says he would. Data comes <laughs> over to him and slowly unzips the back of his uniform and kisses his neck gently. And he says, mm. you're mine now. Again, I think you probably got the uh, got a version with all the deleted scenes because I didn't get that one. Yeah, this might be part of my dream. Yeah, it's kind of, I think it's part mm -hmm. of the dream, yeah. Again, like your porn playlist playing with this see, Star so Trek. Let me skip past the gape then. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Data says there may be a home planet for uh, his people, realizing that he's an android. He also posits that he might be unique. Uh, they get the files, and most of them are missing. Mm. With Riker, he's staring at a plaque when Troy enters and says she's restless. She says their mission doesn't feel right. Riker tries to reassure her. He plays some trombone, much to both of their surprise. <laughs> uh, he says Riker enjoys mountain climbing, was born in Alaska. Enjoys, Wherever that is. Yeah. And, and he says he enjoys exotic food and pussy <laughs> and takes his vacations on a place called Risa, which is a fun little yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I like the Jahamaroon was just like right there. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, his um, uh, Horgon. Horgon, yeah. His Horgon statue yeah. is like right there on the table and she picks it and he yeah. picks it up. It's fun. Uh, he has a book that's signed by her to him with love. Oh. Riker says that may explain the familiar feelings they have and they almost kiss. 
And I have to believe Riker didn't lose his memory, and he's just using this opportunity to get as late as possible. That's where I yeah, wrote the yeah. note in here. Yeah, yeah, I, I had that idea as well. But it's it's funny, like yeah, it's just like they ha- he has this moment of realization. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm sh- I, he has to have on their they have to have personal pads or something with their photos. Right, and so it's just like you think like he would be looking through and be seeing a bunch of pictures of him and Diana, and then find oh pictures, you mean you yeah mean videos, yeah videos, yeah yeah. He's like, who's oh oh do you have, oh oh dang, <laughs> she can put it all the way back. <laughs> God I, damn, oh, I found, son! I, I found a I found an online photo album called OnlyFans that I'm apparently <laughs> on. <laughs> He's like, my word, but yeah, but it's just like you think like. You know, you know, seeing those, and then also this this book that says "Love Diana." Like, mm. you think he would have the strong suspicion that he could potentially be married to Diana? Diana? Diana. <laughs> Princess Diana. Diana. Princess Diana. Diana Troy. Princess like, Diana you, Troy. You feel yeah. like he would have some sort of like inkling that that could be a possibility, mm-hmm. even though they're not. They're you know they're not married but yet. He he doesn't give a fuck. He does not give a fuck because Ro just comes in. <laughs> And makes things uncomfortable for a moment, and then Troy leaves, and him and Ro just go at it again. Immediately, he like whips his dick out, yeah. and she's like, "Damn, you you're ready." He's just like, he's like, know, hey, "Ready, Freddy." I think I found. I think I might have a wife. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> maybe should, maybe we're making a three thing. Yeah, because you think you would find a bunch of pictures, then like, and I'm going to guess like Ro isn't going to be in none of them. And it's yeah, be- but but you know, like Riker found like his holodeck programs and like. <laughs> yeah. Half of them were Deanna, but the other half were Rose. Yeah, oh yeah. So he's like, okay, uh, you know what? 50 I'm sure he has a whole. I think I'm married to this person named Minuet. <laughs> Do we have a Minuet on the ship? I mean, he does have a Minuet baby. He does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um,. Next, Jordy is talking to Picard about his concerns as to the specific damage to the files. Any file that could tell them who they are is completely gone. McDuff says it's consistent with the Lysian weapon and volunteers for a brain scan that Crusher wants to do. But during the scan, McDuff starts to seize as, being, as he's being scanned, so they stop it. Again, this part, you know, I like uh, how... Although I think he comes. You know, yeah, I mean, like, I do like... I do like how he kind of, like, giggles to himself. He's like, ha I, I tricked her. But it's just like, she has a full... Yeah, she can read your vitals. She dog. can literally read your vitals. She could be like... She's doing uh, a brain scan. She can tell if your brain is wrong. Yeah, or, she can tell if you're seizing or something. Mm-hmm. Like instead, she's probably like, uh, "Stop maybe, moving around." Maybe the Lysians can give himself seizures. That's so worthless. Oh, uh, what? Oh, what? Uh, he was a uh, something else. Oh yeah. Oh, that, that's right. Yeah. 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 But, yeah um, whatever he is. Yeah. Like it'd be could cause mm-hmm. uh, mimic seizures or something. But who knows? Yeah. so in Picard's ready room, he talks with McDuff. He tells him he has concerns about the mission and fundamental doubts about it. McDuff seems to agree, but asks if they really need to prolong the war based on their moral discomfort. Picard has much to think about. Mm -hmm. Uh, Worf next speaks with McDuff. McDuff says they were both born for battle, and it's likely that's why they were stationed on the ship. They're warriors with a mission. Mm -hmm. He says he's concerned about victory in this war and that hesitation might mean death. He says they can't let this happen and dismisses Worf. It's funny that no one really, I mean, I guess it could just be the sign that, like, you know, the fa- uh, like, intuitively, like, they know they don't actually have any sort of relationship with McDuff. Mm-hmm. But it's just funny that no one was, like, Deanna didn't go to McDuff and be like, 
I gotta suck and your dick on me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, I gotta yeah. like start start. Like, no, one, no one wanted to fuck McDuff. Start printing well, on him because yeah. McDuff's not hot like Riker. Yeah, he looks like uh, Ron DeSantis. He does look a little. He looks like <laughs> Ron DeSantis mixed with Christopher McDonald. He does. Yeah, uh, he's he's not a, he's not like a, a shooter. McGavin, Ron DeSantis. Yeah, he definitely looks like a McDuff. He's very potato coated. He is very very Irish, Scots Irish. Mm-hmm. Like unfortunately so. Yeah. Um. So as they enter the Lysian system, Picard raises red alert in battle stations. They sail through with ease without encountering any battleships or any real opposition. They approach the Lysian Central Command, and no defenses are scanned. It seems Central Command is mostly defenseless. Uh, it's just got a few phaser banks and a few torpedoes. Mm-hmm. To fire on it would mean the death of over 15,000 people on board. Troy says that's not right. And Riker wonders how their mortal enemy is so far behind in technology. Great question. McDuff says they must attack, but Picard says he does not fire on defenseless people. He hails them, and McDuff tries to take command and fire all weapons. He easily beats the shit out of Worf. (laughs) Uh, and Riker shoots him with a phaser, and then Worf does too. Yeah, it's funny that, yeah, I mean, we've talked about how, like, TNG Worf is basically just used to show how strong other people are. Yeah, he's, like, so he he's loses a, every single he's a battle. Puppet. Yeah, but at this point, by season five, he's still losing battles. It's he just is like, until he gets on fucking DS Nine. He's yeah. losing battles, baby. Yeah, so it's just like at a certain point, if you don't let him ever win, mm-hmm. we're just gonna, we're just going to assume that he's the weakest Klingon that he ever is. existed. Yeah, because <laughs> like, he, like, he grew up on fucking Earth, man. Yeah, yeah, but he gets his ass he, he gets his ass kicked constantly, and yeah, like. The, the McDuff just sends him across the room with a single mm-hmm. with a single punch, but I mean, it's also crazy how strong McDuff's McDuff race, yeah, right. like McDuff's race is like it's just pure brawn, yeah, for being just a regular humanoid. And so like it's like how are they losing this battle with the Lysians? And it's just fucking Worf is just weak as fuck, man. Yeah, but it's just mm-hmm. like but you just wonder if like if they if these guys are really that strong, like why aren't they kicking the Lysians' asses? Well, because they have inferior technology. Yeah, okay. So next we get a captain's log. Captain's log supplemental. We are on a course for Starbase 301. Dr. Crusher has been working steadily and has restored the memories of most of the crew. So the Lysians identified McDuff as a Sutteran, an alien race that's been trying to destroy the Lysians for decades. Picard has reached out and apologized for his acts of war. Riker says, with the technology they used to take the ship, it was surprising they needed the Enterprise to destroy their target. Mm-hmm. But the Sutteran weapons technology was very far behind the Lysians. Mm. They just had the one mind ray. Um, Riker walks into Tenford, and Roe and Troy are at a table talking. And Riker is like, are they talking about my dick? Yeah. <laughs> they better not be talking about my dick unless it's a good thing, unless yeah. they're both like, I love his dick. <laughs> And then they can be talking about my dick just fine. <laughs> uh, they invite Riker to sit down, and he tries to apologize. But Roe says she was just doing something she probably always wanted to do. Damn. And Riker's like, let me, let me, get, let me get that number, baby. <laughs> hey, hey, honey pie, sweet girl. Let me get that number. Come on, daddy. Oh, give me a smile. Um, so... Roe says, as far as she's concerned, they shared something that she will treasure forever. Yeah. I like it. Riker's like, her, like, so we can do it again. <laughs> I do like her deadpan delivery of it. Like, yeah. it's just like, you know, it was something that will treasure forever. It's just like, meaning like, oh, yeah, this ain't going to happen again. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Riker looks confused, and Troy says, if he's still confused tomorrow, 
he knows where her office is because mm-hmm. she wants to bang on that desk. Yeah. She wants to bang on that desk. She's <laughs> like, you remember, your dick is mine. <laughs> that dick is mine. It belonged to me. Yeah. She's got that. She's got that psychiatrist couch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah. And that desk. <laughs> that desk. Does she want to fuck on that desk, baby? You don't really get to see too much of her office. I mean, there's only a few episodes where we actually go in there. Yeah, she doesn't do much like therapy or counseling for being a counselor no. in the series. No, she they doesn't. don't address it too much at all. You think, like, since they introduced that, introduced her um, role on the ship and, and TNG, there would be a lot more. Because that would have been like a that like that could have been the case for a lot of like different psychological type episodes where, yeah, people are in her office, you know. Like yeah, they, they if, usually if use under- Guinan for the psychological stuff. Though she's yeah. more of a ship's counselor than yeah. uh, Troy is. Troy's more of like a diplomatic counselor. Yeah, and just kind of like you know when they need to um, further the plot, and she can read their emotions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's the end of the episode, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they go and they commit a war crime and don't get any re- retribution for it you know if you lose your memory and then accidentally commit a war crime yeah it's still a war crime i i kind of feel like it seems it the way it like jumps it seems like they were just like oops. i mean and they were fired on first so it's more yeah. of an act of war than a war crime yeah but it's like they did an oopsie and then they just go like i oopsie think daisy killed 34 people yeah i think there should have been like I mean, I can understand, like, there's not enough time for it because that would have been, like, a whole other set and mm-hmm. makeup and all that stuff, and that would have been another 20 minutes or so when we were at the end. But, right, right. But, but, you know, it would have been interesting to have, like, some sort of, like, diplomacy with the Lysians, like, you know, mm-hmm. just Picard being like, I'm really, 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 really sorry. O- oopsie. Oopsie daisy. <laughs> oopsie <laughs> daisy. My people have a saying, whoopsie doopsie, whoopsie daisy. <laughs> There, there is a, there is a, there is a famous performer, named, and his line was, "Did I do that?" <laughs> <laughs> I am now imploring you to heed the words of our great hero on Earth, Stephen Urkel. <laughs> Stephen Urkel and Stephen Urkel. <laughs> when he said, "Did I do that?" <laughs> Ask yourself this question, gentlemen. <laughs> Did you do this? Did you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, in the, in my, and if you were in my position, would you do that? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, it was pretty funny. I mean, they, I think I think Patrick Stewart did a really good job of like conveying Picard's kind of list, like uns- being unsettled with, you mm-hmm. know, the fact that he just like killed a bunch of innocent people. Yeah, he's not cool with that. <laughs> yeah, he's just like clutching his tea and just being mm-hmm. like, you know, doing the thousand yard stare and just being yeah. like. I just uh, I just fucked up big time. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, Riker's like, "Can I go three rounds yeah, with Ro?" Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna get out of here. Yeah. Um, so I think that's my time. I'm, uh, I know you're dealing with something right now, but <laughs> Picard's like, "I think we did a war crime." <laughs> but uh, Ro, but Ro's kind of doing a uh, little Caesaring right now. Yes. She's hot and ready. <laughs> <laughs> Pizza, pizza, <laughs> pizza, pizza. Yeah, so I need to get out of here and go ten forward. So uh, good luck with that. You know what? You, you should probably talk to the ship's counselor. You know, yeah. that's that's where that's where uh, Deanna should be. <laughs> she should be talking to Picard. Like he's right. like he's like completely like fucked well, she, up. Well, right she now. comes in and like uh, is like, hey, if you need me, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you know, that's she true. she offers her services. She does, but her services are useless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Picard's pretty pretty traumatized he's got mm-hmm. some ptsd 
Indeed. Picard trauma stress disorder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got Picard. Yeah, I mean, that's what you descri- how you describe, like, a, um alien um, situation mm-hmm. where you're, you uh, do an oopsie-daisy by killing a bunch of people with memory loss, because you have memory loss. Uh, yeah, I got PTSD. Picard tastes Shinzon's dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Could have happened. Why not? <laughs> I mean, it's him. Yeah. Yeah, Shinzon. Yeah, Picard. Yeah. Picard tastes Shinzon's dick. PTSD, baby. <laughs> I hate how my brain works. Um, yeah. How do you like this episode? I like it. Like, it's one of my favorite episodes. Is it? It's honestly, I didn't remember this episode when really? I watched it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Just totally passed over my head. It's it's a it's a good episode. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a great Riker episode because yeah. he's just a horny boy the entire he time. Is. Like, he's the B plot, and the B plot is an S E X plot. It's great. <laughs> I uh, do like how, yeah, because everyone else is like really grappling with this, mm-hmm. like, like sense of self and who they are. Whereas and Riker is he's like, I'm on the B plot, and B stands for back shots. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, just like, you know what? Uh, you know, like the fact that I don't remember anything is actually kind of exciting. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like he's just being like, you know what? I'm rolling with this, uh-huh. and you know what? Whatever lands on my dick. That's yeah, how he's it like, you know what? I don't have a memory, so I don't really have a type. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to fuck everything. Why the fuck not? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Riker does seem in good spirits the entire time. Oh, he's in great spirits. He's smiling this whole episode. <laughs> he is, he's, yeah, he's he probably read this script and just laughed. Yeah, he's great. It, it's so yeah, it, it is really funny because yeah, they're dealing with this very serious situation. Also, oh yeah, one thing I forgot to comment on is like how when it does show them on the bridge, since like McDuff is like taking up uh, Riker's seat and Riker's mm-hmm. in Deanna's seat, mm-hmm. and Deanna is like sitting in a little like stool. Yeah, they think, got her the kitty table. Yeah, I think she inherit. I think because I think she knows she's supposed to be sitting in that seat, mm-hmm. and you can see like her kind of like looking around, knowing this is wrong, right, <laughs> which right. I, I thought was a little nice touch. It was only lasted like a second, mm-hmm. but I thought it was really funny. This is honestly an episode that would that needed Guinan, yeah, and didn't have Guinan. Yeah, this is something where like. I mean, they had. Yeah, like, where was Guinan at this I don't time? Know. I mean, she's she's only on like what forty episodes of the show. So. Yeah, she's probably, like Garrick. Basically, it could have been like on her day off, so she was just hanging out in her quarters, mm-hmm. and so she just thought she was like a normal person, right? Right, <laughs> like, right. Like just a normal civilian, like everybody else. Yeah, yeah. She so. for, she forgets all her uh, PTSD. Yeah, Picard sucks Shinzon's <laughs> dick. Or so, so Picard PT the tastes tastes yeah, tastes, yeah. Uh, yeah. So she was probably just like like Riker came and checked up on her and she's like I guess I live here and mm-hmm. they just like went on mm-hmm. yeah yeah but yeah I mean yeah Guinan would have been would have been good to use and not so you think like like you know um, Deanna like understands her empathic powers mm-hmm. and she doesn't seem to use them on McDuff no. And and it seems like you could really get a sense of like because he he's obviously didn't forget anything and he has a motive this entire time. Yeah, and you and you can sense like uh, emotion from him that he is like vengeful. Mm-hmm. He he's bloodthirsty. He, and he doesn't want to fuck. Yeah, and like yeah, what kind of first officer doesn't want to? He doesn't want to. He's totally disinterested like, in fucking. Tell show me a first officer don't want to fuck. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, it's true. They all do. They all want to fuck. Yeah, especially you know, except Kira always goes like for the Barriles though. So she still and wants the, to Bri- fuck. She, she wants to fuck them. Like yeah. she's a top baby. Yeah. That's the only explanation. That's why, I yeah, accept. that's why in the mirror universe she's she's much more top coded. Yeah, 
like uh, commandant or attendant mm-hmm. um, Kira. Yeah. Yeah. But like, um, but yeah, I just thought that was uh, interesting that she didn't, Deanna didn't use her empathic powers. And since like, okay, everyone else on this ship is pretty, pretty chill. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, oh, this dude over here, he seems fucked up. So another, <laughs> another thing I didn't like, mm. Data should have somehow retained his memory. Mm. because I don't understand how they can be technologically 100 years beyond the civilization, Mm -hmm. and the Positronic robot is a unique creation within the Federation that doesn't exist anywhere else, basically. Yeah, it's also... And so this, this... the civilization is both a hundred years behind the Federation's technology, but also several several hundred years beyond the the Federation's technology. Yeah, I feel- both in one weapon that wipes out their memory, and also somehow positronics. Yeah, that's because that's a thing. Like, you could you could foresee like this alien preparing uh, to, and because you know they've established like more or less like all the aliens in the universe are basically the same you know just basically humanoids because of the the, the founders and And so they would all react similarly Mm -hmm. to a a mind wiping beam that's 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 totally plausible yeah but like what but something that like wouldn't be accounted for in a mind wiping beam is a positronic brain yeah a robot yeah and so and they don't have like yeah i I guess it wipes out all of the 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 electronic basically I don't know. Yeah, and, he, and he's not backed up anything. It's, it's a very overpowered yeah. weapon. Yeah. In a lot of ways. It and is. It's, it is the, it it's weird little, how this civilization yeah. can be like on the, the losing end of a war. But it's the point is the storytelling. Yeah. Just like, yeah. you know, we need a, we need, a, a, we need a means to tell, tell the story. Of and, and so I remember. guess that is kind of my problem with the story is it's obviously written by two people who have never written for Star Trek before or yeah. since. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's an interesting self-contained story but there's so many like things about the characters that they just don't seem to take into account. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, I feel like Riker is really well, well written and yeah. this is kind of like, I think true to Riker's character, what mm-hmm. he would do. Yeah. He would just be like, well, I'm horny and someone better suck it. Yeah. And he just like the first one in the crew who's like, I'll, I'll fucking put it in my mouth. He's like, yeah, well, yeah, you're my girlfriend now. Uh, and similarly with like uh Worf mm-hmm. and like, and, oh, like, and, and he, yeah, he's like, I'm the leader. Yeah, and like, and and, and also, and he ha- but he also has a feeling of shame, and also just like you know, he has these convictions in himself. Like he, even though he like he's convinced that he would want war with um, the Lysians as well. Like mm. he, Worf, like understands like it's wrong and stops McDuff at the wrong at the wrong at the right moment. Mm-hmm. And you know, I feel like Jonathan Frakes and Michael Dorn are two people who really like. Um, brought a lot of their own ideas to the character themselves yeah yeah absolutely so, like i kind of wonder if like because they feel so strong in this episode is because like you know freaks and and dorn really know their characters and and put a lot of themselves so they're mm-hmm. so it could not be the writing it could just be either be their own input yeah fair fair yeah because I, I, I did like i did like all of um Worf's moments in this like you know his his is instantly taking command like mm-hmm feeling ashamed for having assumed his his uh his leadership role mm-hmm. and then he's got um, that cool sash though dog and then like but still like wanting to feel this need to feel that he needs to needs to fight and go to battle and then mm-hmm. ultimately like doing the right thing and yeah and not not firing on the uh Lysians he's, when it comes he's, time he's got it. a fun arc and this yeah. is pretty true to his character i think yes mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and so like some of the characters are well written um yeah. and i think this interestingly advances roe and uh 
you know, uh, Riker's characters together, although it doesn't really touch on this too much more in the entire series, if at all. No, because, yeah, I mean... It doesn't happen again, I don't think. Yeah, I definitely... I love Rose Lauren's character, like... Yeah, um, she's great. Yeah, I did think she got, like, a lot of the She got shafted in Picard Season 3, yeah. Yeah, but... um, Shafted. And and shafted in TNG and stuff. She did also get shafted in TNG. Shafted. In this episode specifically. Shafted. (laughs) But, no, yeah, I mean, I, I like this episode a lot, like... I, I remember watching that Rick and Morty episode and being like, oh, okay, this is Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like, um, I mean, it, it, they don't lose their memories, but they kind of like, they have false implanted memories. So mm-hmm. they assume like these strangers are someone they've known for years and they have all these false memories of, that go behind. So they don't know who is, you know, um, their real family member and who is like a false memory implanted by these parasites. So mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of, it, it is kind of like a lot of conundrum, but they don't really lose their memory but no. but they don't, they don't they don't yeah they don't know who's who yeah yeah what would uh what would you have done in this situation if you just lost your memory if you if you come to work one day and you just like everyone forgets who they are but you still know how to weld mm-hmm. you all still know how to weld what would you do i'd go home that's fair that's <laughs> better than i wouldn't know um, where home is uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give yeah. I'm gonna give that one to you. That's yeah, just answer. be like, look, none of us even know why we're here. Like, I could not even know what a job is. That's true. I could just be like, why am I here? Like, like I, I could, there could be any number of reasons I could be there, but mm-hmm. like I just, I just, like, I, I think I came in to use get your guys restroom. Can yeah, you just go yeah. take a poop and leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd just be like, you know what? I better just go home. But then I'll be like, I don't know where my car is. Yeah. I don't know what a car is. I don't know where my home is, and mm. I would just stand in the parking lot. <laughs> I don't know what a parking lot is. I don't know where the parking what lot is. What are these big things in the parking lot? <laughs> yeah. Why am so, I calling it a parking lot? So maybe I would just go inside and sleep on some comfortable surface <laughs> I'd find. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah, who knows? You know what? Maybe I you know, I, I would like to just like if there's anything I could do to actually lose my memory, I'd like to do it. Mm-hmm. Just like experience it. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, <laughs> I've got some ideas for you. Uh, head injury. <laughs> head injury. Okay, it's a good way to go. I could do the fifty first date, fifty first dates uh, brain injury, where I fr- where mm. every every day feels like the same day, and I just yeah. lose memory of that. Yeah, that was pretty. Unethical. Didn't Chris Benoit have that? Fifty <laughs> <Yeah>. first <laughs> dates memory loss. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just like he wakes up every day and like time to kill my wife and child. <laughs> oh. I already did. <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, I didn't get a chance. I was the... No, wait, I killed myself after. <laughs> oh, I killed oh, myself after. Wait. Wait, wait. Uh, hold what? the phone. What's happening? No! <laughs> I mean, there's a Black Mirror episode like that, too. Mm-hmm. Like where, Chris Benoit? Well, no, like, they, too, like, it's kind of like grim. It's just like future punishment mm-hmm. where they just like, uh, make this woman um, relive uh, the day she killed some people every oh, single day. They crazy. they make her lose her memories. But it also seems so stupid because it's like, well, how is she supposed to, like, how is this punishing her? She forgets she forgets every single day. Right. And so she this the trauma of what, uh, and her act, of her act, you know, and the consequence of her actions doesn't sit with her. Yeah. She and just then, gets re-traumatized by the actual. And, then, and it requires, like, a weird, like, um, 
almost futuristic playground where I mean you it, say you it, say their car, car, carceral situations don't make sense. What yeah. about ours? Yeah, yeah, ours don't make sense. Either. Yeah, like does our punishment make sense? Nope. Like, hey, fucking, you're gonna go to jail for like uh, fifty years for fucking drug possession, right? However, you know, you fucking rob a million people's pensions blind mm. and you go to jail for like six and a half. Yeah, and like also it's like after fifty years, like how are you supposed what what like what lesson are you supposed to learn? Your life's over. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. <laughs> it's just like Exactly. Like, like, what what good are you to anybody? You're just like You lost the best years of your life. But that that's what a lot of our carceral arrangements are all about is doing something with the surplus labor we have. Yeah. And creating slave labor out of it because we can't sustain that many people or business doesn't want to sustain that no. many people in employment because businesses do not want full employment no. because that means they can't maximize profits because one of the first places businesses cut even though they don't need to is fucking wages yeah you know that's not one of their ba- biggest expenses but that's the first place they cut mm-hmm. it's um evil very interesting very interesting <laughs> So, I think that's a great place for us to leave it. Yeah. Um, I, I like this episode a good bit. I'd give it a six and a half out of ten. It's not great. Mm. Uh, some of the characters have better storylines than others. Jordy's mm. kind of just like a tech prop in this, which isn't my favorite. Yeah, Jordy does have a lot to do. I mean, I do like, he talks a lot, but yeah. he just gives information. I mean, I do like the point. I do like the moment he shares with Data. I thought that was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, where he's like, he's speculating on whether or not like there's a date on every single federation ship. right 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 yeah. he calls him a great he's like you must have been a great bartender mm-hmm. yeah and he's like why because i take everyone home and fuck them at the end of the night <laughs> like, that's i guess that is what bartenders do yeah that's huh? yeah. bartender duty yeah yeah I, I really like this episode like it's one that stands out to me mm-hmm. like um yeah it's just uh it's fun to watch it's also uh, i like you know you, you, anytime like characters have to figure out refigure out who they are mm-hmm. and just like and they just like make assumptions you kind of see like you know it's very in tune with their character you know like you know picard is just like you know he does take that sort of like command role and then also just but he's like, also chill as fuck and he, he doesn't need it whereas yeah. like war feels the need to take it yeah yeah and everyone's like well he does have a sash <laughs> he does have a sash yeah. He's yeah. got he's got like less like little buttons than the rest of most of us, but mm-hmm. he's got the sash. Yeah, it's funny that Roy Lauren didn't point to your earring and be like, Well, I got this cool ass earring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Riker's like, I got this hard ass dick. Looks like I'm <laughs> captain. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be funny. If, that I, that's what that I would have liked to see if like if they just since they since they completely lost all context of who they are and what they stand for. It's just like they end up just making a completely new thing. It's like Lord of the Flies. Yeah, it's like yeah, Lord of the Flies type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking everyone immediately beats up Worf. <laughs> yeah, and they they cut his head off and they just put it on a pike. <laughs> and then like McDuff is just like, no, what about these guys called the Lysians? The who? <laughs> Fuck you! You're next. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they cut his head off. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then they blow up the Lysian station in the end. <laughs> yeah. Does 9-11 it? <laughs> I think we're all suicide bombers. Yeah. Yeah, why not? I think, I mean, I think I, it had an opportunity to go really weird. They should have taken it. Inshallah, the Lysian <laughs> shall fall. Inshallah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah the I, command I, center shall fall. Guess that's why. Whoa, whoa, wait. What about command center seven? <laughs> yeah. All right. 
But yeah, I guess that's my only complaint. They didn't, go, they didn't take it to a weirder spot. That's true. They could have taken it much weirder. Much weirder, yeah. yeah. But overall, pretty, pretty all right episode. Yeah. I liked it enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Thanks for checking with us, soy boys, girls, and our woodly beans. Hang dong and shuckers.